0: Merry Christmas friends. I hope you're sitting back relaxing with some sort of beverage. Maybe you've even had some trifle, although honestly I find trifle to be the absolute worst dessert, not even close. It's like the ethereum of Christmas desserts. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's a real loosey-goosey, laugh-a-minute, wild ride. Today's episode is a special edition, a Christmas edition with the two idiots, as I like to call them. Brendo and Hats, And the man from far north Queensland. Old Daz. I can't tell you how much fun it was. It was, uh, I left actually with such good vibes. But it was like herding cats, I'll be honest with you. It wasn't easy trying to keep these boys on track. Conversation was helter-skelter all over the show. But so much fun. I think you'll enjoy it. Otherwise, I wanted to thank you all for your support over the last six seven months since i started this podcasting journey can't tell you how invigorating it is and exciting to be able to chat to bitcoiners every week and really appreciate the support like properly from the bottom of my heart thank you all and as i said the outro the best is yet to come 2024 is going to be cooking and i'm so pumped thank you all over to the show
1: started yeah we just started started.
0: we just started because you you're mucking around mr nicotine hurry up and have your christmas dowry it's the only one you (laughs) get yeah kid or tell your kids ho 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 it's been (laughs) a wonderful year welcome to the show fellas very stoked to have you on the christmas edition boom thanks for having us ho 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 that's you boys covered
1: i can't believe you started
0: I, well <laughs> this is what happens this is what happens um your fucking sex swing keeps coming
2: into your background it you, keeps into it. you can't hide it <laughs> you don't want to hide it no i'm not hating it so so let's let's kick
0: off proceedings with what's happening in daz's world because you've had a proverbial actual maybe quite literal whirlwind of a few days so like <laughs> Just t- tell everyone sort of what's been happening, because we were going to chat last week sometime, and then Cyclone Jasper came and shook things up, shall we say.
3: Yeah, yeah, Cyclone. So we had a Cyclone last, I think it was Wednesday? It crossed. What's today? I'm losing track of days. So Wednesday, Monday. it went north. We got the southern end of it. Not too bad in, in Cairns, where I am. Uh, Mossman, Port Douglas, to the north of us, got copped a bit of a hiding. And then we just basically had... Uh, the neighbor's rain gauge showed just under a meter and a half worth of rain, so 1500 mil worth Whoa. of rain since last Wednesday. To uh, today's finally dried up, so it was pumping like the last couple of days. And we've had like flood risk, all sorts of crazy shit happening, power outages you name it, it's all happening in the far north, tropical far north Queensland. My but god, everyone's good. Dude, there I'm we taking, go. Well, good to I'm, yeah. I think um,
1: background off.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, back. yeah. Get get that background right off there. Yeah, you guys are there. We go. Yeah. You're back. You're That's back. Sure um, enough. Anyway, well, okay. So I know I know you're not probably having a drink, Daz, But I'll toast the two idiots. Cheers, boys. <laughs> Merry Christmas.
1: Cheers. Cheers, Boy, boys. What, Jeez, what are you delicious. drinking? What are you drinking, Dal?
0: I've devil. got I've got a monkey shoulder with a little bit of. uh with a Oh yeah, of they're, nice. they're yeah, nice. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. What,
0: what what are you knocking back there? A little bit of Coke. Yeah, a bit of Shiraz. Oh, El Shirazi. Okay.
1: Oh, Lovely. yeah.
2: Yeah, don't. Brendel doesn't get the good glasses. You like yeah. <laughs> you have I, know. To, you I have
1: know. to give him the kids tumblers when he comes around. And who's so. the who's the only one that has actually smashed glasses? Pause. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: true. All right. So I'm gonna try and be reasonably organized here, keep us relatively on track because I feel like this could turn into a bit of a shit show if oh, yeah. um, <laughs> certain individuals are just taking control. So Maybe for people who are just listening, we'll sort of identify the individuals concerned. For some people, are not going to get doxxed in visual form. We've got hats.
2: Hats is the one with the funny accent. Essentially, says Dale. <laughs> <Makes> <laughs> <sense>. Yes, <laughs> touche. Yes, hats yes, is the one with the funny accent.
1: <laughs> what was that? I don't what don't
2: the know the fuck was that was that? like Kiwi. I've never been great
0: at accents. To be fair, <laughs> no, no, no. All right, and then we have uh, the other half of the two idiots, Brando, and then Daz, the man with many talents, musical,
1: looking glass, author, handsome father. What else? And and he's actually going to be in another Lord of the Rings uh, remake with that beard. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. So this is going to be carnage. (laughs) Oh god,
2: I'm actually terrified. Okay, so
0: okay, so let's just start off with a little bit of. uh, kind of, let's let's do a little bit of a year in review, shall we? So the year, it's been, I think, quite fascinating for me. Currently, I'm just like walking on cloud nine. I feel bullish vibes in my veins and we'll jump into that. But let's just jump into first, like, what did you guys find to be the most surprising thing in Bitcoin? Because no matter what, it always sort of pulls something strange. And yeah, is there anything, did, uh, I mean, I chucked these questions to you in advance. So I hope you boys have some, fairly well-prepared answers
3: i'm gonna what? let you know i did zero fucking homework for this. yeah well oh, and,
1: and okay, you know what well, we're you winging better it. believe hats has sat down for hours
2: stewing over the uh yeah i've got my i chose my tight face <clears throat> i put it on a lovely border you, and then yeah. I, went, and I wanted to ask you to see yours and it's done it's non-existent no. first
1: thing Hats said to me is like uh so did you look at the questions i'm like nah <laughs> <laughs> true professionals i can't imagine why you stopped Podcast, <laughs> we were not we didn't stop we were kicked um, yeah so so are you talking to 2023 or just bitcoin in general
0: no i'm talking about yeah bitcoin 2023 what are some of the things that you guys saw that you found quite surprising i mean i'll start ordinals like i never thought that there would be nfts on bitcoin i know they started there but it's just kind of baffling to me and i'm a little bit uneducated on the topic but that to me has been the most surprising aspect and it forced me to actually start looking at fees which i never bothered i mean yeah. frankly i didn't even bother looking at this mempool that space website and i've actually become quite friendly with it of late so <laughs> like, my god welcome welcome but <laughs> i now understand all your 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 tweets and whatnot hats you know I'm like, I'm oh, yay somebody you know, does yeah. finally <laughs> Yeah, finally. But it's just like that has been blowing my mind. And I'm like, you're buying on exchange. And maybe you're not buying a huge amount. Maybe you've got a grand sitting there. And it's going to cost you like $75 to withdraw. And you're going like, well, this sucks. So how do I actually go about doing this? And then I started thinking all about the dust and people who've got $10, $20 worth of Bitcoin. What's going to happen to them in the future? So that's my surprising one in the hat. I'm happy to. We can talk a little bit about ordinals
2: there if you like. No, but that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what you boys think. So, what's causing it? Do, do we think do, like who's who? Who is taking up all this block space? Fucking what's What's sp- the What's the conspiracy theory there? Fucking Udi. Udi, <laughs> or Udi, or is dude. it BlackRock, or is it like like who is it? I saw so, Checkmate post something and said
0: it's not just the ordinal, the ordtards, or whatever they're called. And I don't know, like, that's why I'm a little bit illiterate on it. So there's something else going on. It's not just NFTs, it's inscriptions. But like, I don't even know what that, what are they putting in there? So it's not just, it's like data. They are like dumping data in there, but I don't know what it is.
2: So let's say you were just about, you you had the wind that you were just about to have your ETF approved, right? And you wanted to make your offering more attractive than the other offering. Why would your offering was basically really low fees, and the other offering was, oh my god, I'm not paying seventy five dollars a transaction. I'm just saying. i just. Yeah. Saying. I don't know. We nobody nobody knows is the point. Like I guess nobody knows. Like anybody, whoever's willing to pay the money will get their transaction through the through the next block, right? But it, so ultimately, we're going to take their money. But in the short term, it causes all sorts of disruption.
1: But, it, but is it short term? Like if it's going where we believe it will eventually inevitably go and to becoming global money and you've got 8 billion people trying to transact, not I mean, not exclusively on-chain, obviously, but if they're wanting to move wealth, how is that scalable?
2: Well, ultimately, fees are going to rise significantly. They are, definitely. And it's not going to be being caused by what's happening just now. It's going to be caused by genuine transaction volume. So yes, the, the base layer will be used for high value transactions.
1: But if we, if if we anticipate that it's going to go off next year, like the the fees are just going to be high for.
2: Well, they mean I mean they may never come back
1: forever more. One sat per byte, Catan, you poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, what the, do you reckon? Few Dave? things
2: I, few things I think
3: about with it. So healthy fee environment is great. I think the question whether there's going to be a fee environment in the future for miners as the block reward scales down talking, you know, 20, 30 years, as halvings keep, keep occurring every four years. And that, that block reward gets halved every four years. This healthy fee environment is a good signal toward demand for the base layer. So that miners are incentivized to keep mining. And I think the block reward argument then becomes moot. I think there's probably a few things at play here. Wouldn't surprise me if there is a, ETF applicant loading up on some Bitcoin right now, which is also reinforced with the bullish price action that we've experienced over the last few months. But um, ultimately, I don't give a fuck. I don't give mm-hmm. it too much thought, to be perfectly honest. I don't look at ordinals. I don't look at descriptions. And, and you know, the the I think the most bullish thing for it, and the reason why I'm not worried about it, is ultimately those fees are denominated in Bitcoin, not in fiat. So they will run out of fucking if they're using it for these stupid JPEGs that they want to inscribe or files or inscriptions or selling secret SATs and all sorts of bullshit that you know the the crypto bros want to bring to it. Ultimately, they're going to run out of Bitcoin before it becomes a real problem. And I think also what these high fee environment do is incentivize the community as a whole and the developers to pull their fucking fingers out and work on scaling solutions, whether that's shared UTXOs on base layer or layer two solutions or side chains or liquid or whatnot. I think it's bullish overall for the whole ecosystem because of the fact that we do have an issue with UTXOs. We've known for years that not everyone who's going to want to own Bitcoin is going to be able to actually own a UTXO. And we're sitting there as Bitcoiners, we're so early. We're sitting there talking about things like UTXO management, UTXO consolidation, because we've got fuckloads of them and we're the minority, right? We, we are going to be a very rare breed if you own more than one UTXO. Admittedly, you are, you know, the elite of future humans on this planet by anyone. Yes. So,
0: I like that. Fucking it's good up. to know. Yeah. See, looking It's, a, good, know, it it's a nice way to put it there, Gaz. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you in the sense that it's like, let the free market decide whether it's valuable or not. I think that ultimately, it will be proven to be bullshit. And if anything, it, it sort of does force us to figure out alternative solutions and get people onboarded to those sooner rather than later. And maybe we just, you know, the longer that low fees persisted, perhaps you could argue that there was just complacency. There wasn't this sense that we have to, it's a nice to have. And now it's kind of going, well, now we got to do it. Because even, even idiots like me, who couldn't give a shit about the technicals, I'm I'm now even looking at the <laughs> at mempulled spaces, so it's in my mind. So it's got to be on a lot of people who are much smarter than my me mind. You know what I mean, and who are building stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. What were you saying? there hats?
2: I don't know, but um, <laughs> what, what, what you're gonna get? So all of us in on this call have probably been preaching the DCA thing for quite a while, mm. which is good advice. However, it has been. You know, it's it still is good advice, right? But we probably didn't focus enough because we were all sort of complacent about the, about the fees on consolidation. So let's say somebody out there has been $20 a week or 50 bucks a week or whatever they've been doing. And they've been thinking, Oh, these guys also preach not my keys, not my coins. So they've been whipping out of the exchange every single time or every week or every month or whatever they're be doing. They, what they have now have is a lot of low value UTXOs. And they are going to need to consolidate those at some stage. Otherwise, they're just going to be you know, unspendable in the future. So they they should be paying close attention to mempool.space or big shout out, Michael, for Fee Advisor. That would just ping a link straight to you rather than you having to sit there captivated by mempool.space, which I also love. But um, yeah, so it's, it, it does, it's right. It just brings into focus what we should have been focusing on anyway. But it's like, it's the same old thing. It's like, yeah, you know you should be doing it, but until you're kicked in the nuts, you don't do anything about it. Mm. Well, now you're getting mm-hmm. kicked in the nuts, and now you're going to start. Here's, but, here's a question. Uh,
0: just practically for idiots like me, you know, now that Brenda's retired, we need another idiot on the scene.
1: <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm more than happy to pass the torch, my friend. From one idiot to another. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> but, but basically, so like when we talk about consolidating uh, UTXOs, Is it quite as simple as literally looking at like taking everything from one wallet, dragging it to another in one file sweep? Is that literally what we're talking about? Like, not talking about like, and this is not for someone like, going, get a Sparrow wallet, look at all your UTXOs, like, they don't care about that. What happens if they've got some Coinbase, I mean, I'm gonna say Coinbase app. And it's like, you don't know what UTXOs you're having. Listen, man, You've been DCAing, you've been dropping it into that like for the last year. I just suggest dropping the entire batch in one. Is that going to consolidate or am I missing something? A few things. I'll take that a
3: few boys. Like, So if you're DCAing into Coinbase, most of the time that you, you you don't really have a UTXO problem when you've got coins on exchange. Uh, you do have a problem about fees getting them off exchange at the moment, um, which is also, if I go back to the earlier point, bullish as well, because if you're... Buying from a Bitcoin-only exchange should sort of also incentivize those exchanges to to build out their Lightning offerings to to get those coins off exchange. But side, side note, so if you've got if you've been DCAing into a, an exchange, as long as you haven't withdrawn that from the exchange, which we absolutely obviously, obviously always advocate for you to do, but you don't really have a UTXO problem yet. The UTXO problem only really exists once you take self custody of of that, and it's as simple as understanding how many times have I sent myself Bitcoin. Every time you send yourself Bitcoin from an exchange, you're basically creating a new UTXO. So that's probably the easiest way for people to grok around how many might I have is how many times have you sent Bitcoin from your exchange to yourself? Or has someone else sent you Bitcoin or have you moved Bitcoin to yourself? So pretty much every time you do that, you are creating a new UTXO. The best way for you to theoretically consolidate, um, I would argue sparrow wallet get somebody who knows what they're doing with sparrow wallet because it gives you a really good visual on exactly how many utxos you have and then what best you can select each utxo and then move them on so that's the best way to consolidate it is to get a visual representation of actually what you have out there because if you've only sent yourself bitcoin like you left it on the exchange and you know you're lucky enough to stack 10 grand you move it all off in one hit chances are you've only got one utxo so you don't really know what you don't know unless you interrogate mempool.space go through all your transaction ids from your exchange if they give them to you or put your wallet into something like sparrow which has all of your utxos listed so you know exactly how big a problem you have now the other important thing i think to understand is like later on like it's only really the consolidation of those utxos like bitcoin fees are all based on data size So obviously if you're going to send a thousand bucks worth of Bitcoin and they're held in a hundred UTXOs, that's when like to Hatsa's earlier point, it becomes unspendable, but this issue doesn't really exist. If you haven't been doing it, like if you've been sending yourself your DCA stack every single day, yeah, you've got a big problem, but like, I know I've never advocated for that. It was always move it off, you know, in thousand dollar, it was always my sort of overarching guide. So if you've got thousand dollar UTXOs, then right now you can still move it. Like, you know, it's not such an issue if you want to go and grab 10 of them. Those transactions, a lot of the transaction data limit that you're going to have is made up of not just the UTXO, but all the other transaction data as well gets formulated into that. So if you're going to take $10,000 UTXOs and then send it to yourself in a new address under one UTXO, then you're broadening that fee that you're going to pay spread across those 10 UTXOs. So it's not like, It's not like the every UTXO you're two times in the the fee that you're going to pay. There's there's an you know, so again, I think I'd just sum all that up again by saying your best friend would be a sparrow wallet. There's plenty of tutorials. You know, if you're in Bitcoin right now and you've got a hardware wallet, sparrows within your capability.
2: Yeah. Um Um, oh sorry, Daz. Oh, oh, you got no just very quickly to do that, uh, Wicked Smart Bitcoin, YouTube. Great tutorial, really understandable for your average person. Sorry about for the Sparrow, Sparrow, yeah, cause Sparrow and consolidate in your UTX Yeah, tools, yeah. If yeah. I remember, um, I'll put it in the show notes. Done.
1: Daz, just I'm interested to hear what your opinion is on, I guess, balancing UTXO consolidation versus loss of privacy.
3: So the way I sort of look at it now is, I'm of the opinion, for me personally, my personal stack, not not the docs balances or anything, but I'm not touching this for a long, long time. So I don't mind having bigger UTXOs. And I figure when the time comes, if and when the time comes that I'm going to want to sell some of that stack, I've got different size buckets, but the majority of my stack now sits in quite healthy UTXOs because I know it's not going to see the light of day for quite some time. Uh, And I expect that fee environment to be a lot more, (laughs) a lot higher than what we're experiencing even now when, if and when I choose to spend that. Uh, In saying that, the way I trade that off, because um, obviously the bigger UTXO you have, the worse it is for you in regards to privacy later on. So if later on I want to go and sell, uh, send Dale, you know, uh, quite a healthy stack of that Bitcoin, that transaction gives him the ability to peer into that UTXO that I've extinguished when I've sent him those funds. I think in future we will have a lot more even to more than today, uh, tools like second layers, third layers that will allow me to obscure that history a lot better. So I would move it onto Lightning potentially before I moved it onto Dale, for example, yeah. and then that just obscures that footprint or I mix it on my way out of there. you know. So if I want to send him one of a Bitcoin, I, I send it through, you know, if I've got 0.5, I'll send it through a mixer of 0.1 pool and then psh, off it goes on the other side of that. All fee dependent, obviously, and then technologically um technology dependent as well if and when you know we choose to do that like and like i said man i'm, I'm in all honesty looking these aren't going to see the light of day for quite some time so i'm
1: not mm. future it's a, problem it's a funny thing because it's like you know we're trying to get normies into bitcoin and now we're going to throw fucking UTXO management at them yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> i actually think we are though i think the, the, well the tech, the, i mean right now we are sorry you're right but yeah. like down the line a little bit. Because the problem will become more evident, people will create a solution for the problem, and it will be sort of abstracted away from yeah, you. Yeah. So yeah. let's say you're made, you're creating some yeah, but well that's the, but that's the selling point for why you would use something over something else. Yeah. Like yeah, we can do this for you in the background. Like and it might be you know we're consolidating you know regardless of what Bitcoin you you put in, we'll look at the fees and when fees reach a level that you say that you're comfortable with, we'll consolidate this into I don't know million satoshi utxos or 10 million Satoshi utxos whatever you want is whatever you determine and the the
3: reality will be most normies from here on won't even touch base chain they will jump straight you know you buy it through a say bitcoin only exchange that has lightning enabled and you can set up a custody lightning wallet now you know with with your own seed phrase so they will just send it from lightning they won't even touch base chain not that that's necessarily recommended obviously however I think as we move forward, that's where technology and the ecosystem is going to just get built. Is on second and third layers.
0: You know what? I listened to a podcast with Marty Benz and a guy. I don't, I want to call him Freddy Krueger, but that can't be right. Mm. It is Freddy Krueger.
2: <laughs> I, I listened to it last night and I couldn't. Sorry. I did not get that reference when you said Freddy. No, the Kruger. guy's name is Fred. Freddy. Yeah, Kruger. Fred Krueger. Fred, Fred Krueger. No way. But. You know, I'd like to get
0: your thoughts hats because you you know you've listened to it. But when I was sitting there listening, right? And I was thinking to myself, I'm putting on my normie hats. I just want price exposure. I don't care about UTXOs. I don't even really care about like self-custody and that whole spiel. Like it hasn't resonated with me. I'm not going to go and roll a dice, get 12 words, hammer it into some steel, bury it in the fucking garden. Like this is just not how the average person's gonna do it. The money is with boomers. They have most of the wealth and the way that most people are gonna be onboarded in the next sort of, and I mean, it could be as soon as like, you know, the next six to 18 months, let's say, once the ETFs are there, they're just gonna buy an ETF as if you're buying any other, you know, share, you could buy Apple, S&P, whatever. And none of this is relevant. they don't care. And it's really for us Bitcoiners, to care. (laughs) We'll care and we'll care about the people who care about freedom and who want to use Bitcoin as a tool for freedom or fuck you money, which is partially why I love it so much. uh, Whatever the case may be, but and not just fuck you because this number go up, but it's also like you'll never get this. It's all mine. And the average person can care about that. So like, I don't know what you guys think about that. I mean, this feels like a very esoteric in culture discussion. And I suspect that in the next couple of years, you know we'll be talking amongst ourselves about this problem and average
2: people just care about the member so i would respond with a question right so since you have entered bitcoin what has your behavior done bearing in mind you just told us you're now looking at (laughs) mempool.space right so what's going to happen in my opinion you're right i mean i'm being a prick but like people will people don't care they'll enter and they want exposure in the easiest, safe, what they perceive to be the easiest and safest and quickest and cheapest possible way. Yeah, that's absolutely how they'll enter. But as they learn... And, and up, as
1: the number goes up.
2: And as they get kicked in the teeth by something going wrong, they will slowly, 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 edge towards what is better, what we're trying to advocate for now. But yes, I don't think you can take your average normie off the street and say, you, if you're not staring at Mempool.space four hours a day and... Consolidating UTXOs and you know DCA and fourteen dollars a day because that's the optimal. No, of course not. That that, that no.
3: Daz um, is itching. Daz is
2: itching. Does. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree.
0: Um,
3: now do do you know what?
2: The, I think it's.
0: A, I think it's. Um, it depends on your allocation. So if I just take the average boomer and I, you know, I just got like the hypothetical um dad in my mind, you know, my dad, and I go okay is is my dad going to do 50% allocation absolutely not would he do a 5 i think that would be a stretch he if he made a 5% allocation to any individual investment he might watch it but it's not going to sit there and consume his time maybe he'll learn a bit more maybe he'll go further down the rabbit hole a slightly a little bit you know and you go oh wow this is good for people who you know don't have access to technology enables them to save, etc, etc. You know, maybe I'm living in Malawi, and I've got horseshit inflation that's murdering me. And now I can actually just save some of my energy into this thing that nobody could confiscate. Yeah, that's nice. But I'm still probably I've got other stuff going on. So like, I agree with you. I think it depends on your allocation. Like, for me, because of the allocation, you know, hashtag rug pal irresponsibly long, you have got to get like familiar with what's potting here, and it fascinates me to no end,
2: and I continue to learn. But if it was a two percent allocation, hats, I can give a shit, man. Okay, um, well, what? Okay, but but what about if you let's say we get your dad to five percent allocation, and then we get to you know September twenty twenty five, and that five percent is now fifty percent allocation, and he didn't even buy anymore.
3: Yeah, Woo-wee. That's yeah. the problem. Right? That's that's yeah. you've you've now that there, right? <laughs> and this is the same thing I think for Bitcoin is even like thinking about their own custody and stuff like that. We're we're seeing it more and more with the work we're doing in this um, collaborative custody space with the Bitcoin advisor is like, huh, if you've got like tens of thousands worth of Bitcoin, you know, that's manageable in a single sig for most, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you know, if I fucked it up, it'd be devastating for me, but you know, I would, it wouldn't be life ending. But as soon as that starts to be meaningful, well, for a pleb, like into the six digits where you're like, Oh, hang on, I could pay my house off with this or, this could really support my family. That's when you start to think about your single-sig environment too, right? And you go, fuck, I am really at risk of fucking this up. Yeah. yeah. and you We're shit having yourself. those conversations every single day. And this is, I think, the same thing. And I think what we're going to see inevitable is institutional custody solutions. Whether you agree with that or you don't, they're absolutely coming. They're absolutely going to have, and that's where the majority of people will custody Bitcoin. I think where we need to really work as Bitcoiners now in this space is educating what's a good, what are the trade-offs and what would be a good or the best solution in that institutional trade-off. So I think, I can't remember what Pod was speaking about this the other day, it might've been one of Preston's I think with um Joe Calisari and that is like, okay, we're going to get ETFs. They're absolutely fucking coming. But what would a good ETF look like? A good ETF would be completely transparent would post their addresses, would post their balances, mm. would be able to prove that. The bad ETFs would be the, the Black Rocks potentially who would keep everything obscured. It's like, oh, no, we wouldn't give our addresses for security reasons, where it's like, well, I can post my addresses. You can't do anything fucking with them. So why not be as completely transparent as you absolutely could be? And I think that's the next phase for us in adoption and as Bitcoiners is to hold our mom and dad's hand, hold it, you know, uncle's hand and say, okay, you're going to not own your own key. You're not going to have base chain UTXOs, but you're going to own Bitcoin through one of these vehicles, which is the best one. What are the trade-offs? And then hopefully that toe in the door, dipping their toe in is enough for them to say then, okay, as it does become a meaningful allocation to their overall portfolio. I was the same thing. I started my self-managed super fund in 2020, took a very reasonable diversified approach at the time for what I thought, what I was allowed to, you know, with, in in um in consultation with wifey because I was pretty mm-hmm. bullish at the time, but I still was. I wasn't as bullish as I am now. And so I did my married. And I wanted to remain married. Mm-hmm. But the problem is now that allocation is such a larger per- percentage of my self-managed super fund. And I've obviously added to it over time, but now it's – quite a considerable percentage of that whole portfolio, but I there's nothing else I want to buy. There is nothing else I want to do with that money. I would only want to sell it and buy more Bitcoin. So it is, in my mind, the safest thing for my future is to have that. But that mentality starts to shift as your net wealth increases. And it's going to be the same thing for your dad with a 5% allocation. That will become a 10% allocation, a 15% allocation, in time 50% allocation. And he's going to look at it and go, okay, If I take some off the table now, what are my options? And hopefully we've done our job in educating around what are your investable options. And it's all fucking dog shit and manipulated bullshit out there. You can't buy anything else in my mind. There is nothing else to buy. I've looked. I've tried. There's nothing else.
2: If you're thinking about diversification, then for me, the best type of diversification is just like, okay i'm I'm like our strategy shit what we have volcano bonds what other type of of bitcoin (laughs) am i going to own is it it el salvador bond is it a micro strategy share is it you know an etf with BlackRock? is it bitcoin on single sig is it lightning wallet is it you know multi-sig you know multi-sig custody so that that's the diversification of the future people just haven't seen it yet Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I think what you guys are describing and
0: the way I'm kind of putting this model in my mind, it's kind of like, okay, we've got the small fellas who are doing their own little setups, then you have people uh, and and they kind of trust themselves, then you've got people don't trust themselves. And they've got smaller amounts, they need someone to hold their hands. So they'll have some sort of collaborative custody model, then you've got big heavy hitters, they might go that route, but they might also go for like a multi institutional collaborative custody model type thing like what I believe on ramp is doing with Jesse Myers. And so and then you might say, Okay, that's a better bet than say leaving your coins with a single institution. So you got to kind of spread the risk. And then you'll have people that are dabbling in ETFs. And then I wonder, and this is something I don't know where I heard this. And I actually had a chat with Wiz about this. And he took the under and I've taken the over, I think someone will do this. There's like, eight to 12 ETFs, I haven't bothered looking. But I think one of them are going to want to distinguish themselves from the pack because, you know, obviously BlackRock's the big dog. Fidelity's right up there. Um, Van X involved. I mean, those are big players. And then I think, you know, you've got like Kathy Wood, you know, like I don't think ARK is going to attract a ton of capital. Franklin Templeton, they're not going to just bring in like billions and billions. I reckon one of them is going to want to, over time, I think it's going to take time, but they're going to try and allow you to withdraw into self custody and uh, like an in-kind uh, etf as opposed to like a cash settled one that's my that was the, that's what i think because that'd be a smart move if i'm a
1: provider because otherwise it's just a mess it's like how do you compete with these people well I, only one of them is actually cus- gonna custody their own bitcoin i think i don't know if it's fidelity or Valkyrie, yeah maybe it's it's fidelity everyone fidelity. else in coinbase it's yeah. coinbase yeah yeah so yeah there's a start yeah yeah, exactly. I mean,
2: that's what these businesses do all day, every day is, is try and differentiate their products against their competitors. Like all businesses, not just these type of businesses, all businesses are just constantly trying to find a competitive edge against their competitor. So, yeah, absolutely, they'll do it. What they all decide their competitive edge is going to be is uh, you know up for debate, but there's going to be lots of lots of uh, options. You know, somebody might say, okay, well, we're going to offer if you hold, you know, a Bitcoin ETF with us, we'll allow you to have a, a property mortgage based on that as the collateral, right? There's an advantage.
3: Well, I think the fact that, um, that zucchini eating retards, um, FTX blowing up was so public facing. Like even people who aren't really into it, a lot of people have heard FTX, that term FTX, or, or at least aware that there was a big exchange that blew up. And I think, that just helps to reinforce that message around because most of your friends and family know you're a Bitcoiner, right? They got, they haven't been able to escape your ranting over the last couple of years. So hopefully they're going to lean into their, their trusted Bitcoiner friend or family member uh, to get allocation to this over time. And then it's like, just looking, looking back to that previous conversation about that education piece is like, well, there's FTX. Here's that example of, A lot of people putting trust in that exchange. And this is what ended up happening with the rug pull around them not owning the Bitcoin that they say laid claim to. So that's those helping inform those conversations for those people who do approach you have a Christmas dinner to say, that's what you need to be looking for. The transparency of the, like, this is how you custody Bitcoin. This is how they should be custodying Bitcoin. And this is how they should be uh, reporting on their balances and, and making sure that they have the Bitcoin that they lay claim to.
1: It's, mm. it's it's a funny feeling though, like over the years where it's just like everyone knows that I'm a Bitcoiner, and like like I'm I feel good that people will come to me if they need help, but also I'm kind of shitting myself because it's just like fuck everyone knows I'm a Bitcoiner. <laughs> yeah, well that's, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That's why,
3: that's why half of us are NIMs and you know don't like to show their faces on web. <laughs> oh, we fucked Daz. <laughs> yeah. 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 We yeah, yeah I'm I'm docs there. enough. I'm docs enough. You'd find me
1: if you needed. Needed to, but... Um... Oh, D- Dale, you can't hide that beautiful face, mate. You Best looking man in Bitcoin. Yeah, a model from Mudgy. Oh, mate, he's like a uh, South African Ricky Martin, eh?
0: oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Okay. Well,
1: that was
3: good. See? Uh, well, I'm going to have to try and listen to my uh, South African accent impersonation. That was That was a good one. Yeah, they did.
1: Uh, <laughs> I can only do Tony Gregg from The Twelfth Man. So anything else is... Oh, do it. Do it. No, no. Oh. <laughs> Send me an audio file, mate. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but you know what, Brenda, I would just say, I've said to you when we chatted about this, like you just back yourself. Because I think what's crazy is like how you think to yourself how much you know. And when you start with somebody who knows nothing, you will look like the goddamn Oracle. Like, you know, it'll yeah, be like, yeah. what, what is your question? Like, speak to me about your specific question. And you I mean, you know, you know enough about UTXOs. I mean, that's just, that's like layers down, you know, the average person doesn't understand anything. Like, honestly, I'm so excited. I can't wait for all these people that have been a bit lippy, and a bit like dismissive over the last few years, and I can't wait. And I might even go like, "Listen, bro, I'm a bit busy at the moment. I'll get back to you." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not my nature. I'll probably help them, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a hundred percent inevitable.
3: Are you it's- going to stay humble? That's the number one question. It depends Wouldn't on the person. It humble?
1: depends on the person, does? Because I will be very humble with many, and my sister, I'm gonna fucking rub her nose in. It. <laughs> <laughs> or
2: Love just buy her,
1: buy her a Porsche or something. Yeah, manbo. Yeah. It's uh-huh. the people who
0: have been very dismissive and the most vocal who deserve to be um, <laughs> blocked. and yep. uh-huh. because the thing is, you know, like, so <laughs> one, one of the things I'm doing actually for next year, cause I'm like, really want to ramp up my work in the space and re- and like take it to the next level so that I can basically be doing, doing this full time. And I'm going to produce some really good quality content, okay? And it's going to be nice, high production value, I booked a studio in Cape Town, doing it all in, with African, African prices, not mucking around with costly Aussie labor. And one of the things I was thinking about is, okay, where do I start? You start at the very top. And it actually says, if you don't have intellectual humility, then just stop right there and walk away. It's a waste of time because I know that I encountered it once, twice, three times. And I was like, this is shit. This is shit. This is silly. These people are delusional. I did not give it any light of day. And it's just literally because I, I was just a bit intellectually arrogant, you, go, you know what I mean? It didn't fit within my framework didn't fit within the way I saw the world. And so the first challenge to people is like, you need to be prepared to challenge your preconceived ideas of how the world works. You know, like, I mean, I, like I'd say, Hey, did you see what happened during COVID? And all the, all the all the people who said masks were bullshit and this thing didn't work and it was actually probably the cure's worse than the disease. Hello, I was right. So maybe you can listen to me about this thing. So, you know, but most people just not intellectually humble enough to actually open their mind. And I can't help those people, unfortunately. No,
1: and I, I think um, most people don't know. No one likes admitting they're wrong. It's, just, it, it's yeah. just more palatable for some than others.
2: Do you know the funny thing about admitting you're wrong though? It takes about 10 seconds it's a little bit painful for about twenty seconds, and then it doesn't. There's nothing else there. No, you can just move that's forward. Right, that's right. Like it's the easiest. It's actually thing. probably relief. Actually, oh, to me, totally, right, totally. So people that come in, like anybody who comes in, doesn't matter who they are, if they come in with a genuine question and an ask for help, like. Every Bitcoiner, I would almost every Bitcoiner is going to be very, very helpful there because they're just going to be delighted that somebody has finally come and asked them a genuine question. Mm. Anybody that comes mm-hmm. in with it, then, but this is why the anybody comes in with the, you know, I've arrived and I'll tell you what's wrong. Yeah, those people aren't going to fare so well. <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of people been here for like ten years now they've been fielding these same arguments over and over and they're 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 just tired of it so they're going to be they're going to be hostile and I, that's I'm, I'm good with that maybe somebody who's been here for a year or two has maybe just not had quite the same level of you know irritation for such a long time and they'll be a bit more open to it fair enough we just need everybody that's
3: yeah. what I'm probably more grateful for bitcoin for, than anything else is uh, its ability to humble me Cause I was that guy. I was that arrogant guy who knew a little bit about everything to an arrogant degree where I would shut down most things. Right. If it wasn't in my frame of reference from my experience, worldly experience.
1: It's oh, hey, a bit he, of a storm. Has been shut Jasper down. is back. Oh shit. He looks like his Osama bin Laden right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you
2: gotta, you gotta clip that, Dale. Oh dear, he's about oh, to be, uh, yeah. he to about be ditched off the side of a helicopter.
1: Oh dude, you're he fully cut Am out. My back, your back. Yeah, I was on a, a, I was on a really
2: good fucking uh. point. Where is <laughs> <laughs> called you? Now
1: what son, did you say, so Osama bin Laden? Was... You, you put. Po- oh, there you go again.
2: <laughs> oh, that's funny.
0: All right, we'll just, uh, we'll pause momentarily.
2: I think everybody comes in with that. You're just a little bit too, you know, everything about everything. But once you've been in this for a while, it's not just about this. But you start, you start to go, oh shit, what else don't I know about? Yeah, oh, yeah, all these yeah. other things that I thought I knew about.
1: Well, it's the whole thing, though. It's the it's the wise man that, um, I guess knows that he doesn't know. Yeah, everything. You know, it's absolutely. it's, it's hmm. the ones that that aren't that smart that think they know everything. You know, there is a quote about that. Well, that like was that ones? was my butchering yeah. of whatever that quote was. Yeah, hey, it's not you what sh- you on? know;
0: it's about the things you know that just ain't so. Yeah, that's or something soul. like that.
1: Yeah. Or the oh. known unknowns and the unknown knowns, like Donald Rumsfeld. Yeah, yeah. Look at Daz just like pausing. Yeah, Daz. Uh, Daz is currently in
0: we- Islamabad, Daz awaiting <laughs> terrorists and it's awaiting the the storm. Yeah. Uh, but but do you know what, Brenner? What you were saying is actually so spot on. Is because Odaz oh, has left the building. And um, uh, he'll, he'll come back. Oh, um, there he is. What you're saying is so spot on in terms of like once you've arrived at Bitcoin and you start looking at it and you go, "Wow, there's so much that I don't understand." And then you start looking at other things, and then you write, and then you start looking at other people writing about Bitcoin, and it's so misinformed. And you go like, "What else are you talking shit about?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what's quite scary. And I don't, know, I don't know what the term is, but it's like once you see people being pretty dishonest and lying about something that you have a particular expertise in, you start questioning everything. But you can't go complete sci- like psycho and, oh, everything's a psyop. Sci- There's nothing yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true because um, then you'll just be a miserable son of a bitch. Dad, well, sorry, you were on a wonderful rant. Have we got you in good enough uh, connectivity? I, want to I don't know that. what
3: happened. I don't know what happened. It kicked me off uh, this uh, Wi-Fi feed.
0: Um, shall I start my rant again? Yeah, yeah, just start. Okay, so you were a little bit of, you are a little arrogant. You used to just dismiss people, etc. <laughs> I,
3: I used to be. I still am. No, I used to be.
0: So uh, that's what I, yeah, that's what I was uh
3: thinking about what I'm grateful for Bitcoin teaching me uh, was to be a little bit more humble in my intellect, even in like, I I could be quite dismissive in the past of things that I probably didn't fully understand, but because it wasn't within my frame of reference in my worldly, you know, experience of quite, you know, I'm quite well-educated. I'll have, you know, you know, like that sort of attitude towards things. I was very dismissive of anything that didn't seem to be, supported by the official narratives right so a lot a lot more informed by mainstream and and formal education and that sort of thing where i think bitcoin's lifted enough of the lid for me discovering the fuckery around money throughout history that it's made me more receptive to questioning everything else and i think when you overturn enough rocks you start to find that your whole world view has been completely manipulated in oil, in a, uh, to a to a large extent, from everything from food to education to to health to pharmaceuticals to a whole host of other things. And I think that's probably what I'm more grateful than anything Bitcoin's taught me is just to, you know, that whole maxim, don't trust, verify. We say it to death. It's it's a bit of a cliche, but it's, it's really not. It's the fundamental thing, I think, for most humans as we navigate through, not to trust fucking anything. You know, mm. do your own work, do your own research and that's bastardized like that that whole terminology now is like oh i did my research on the toilet it's kind of like well what do you expect like you know we've got access to information that they can't contain anymore like the narrative is 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 completely out of their uh, ability to control and when i say there that that comes with a whole host of people will say well who's who's they? and it's like well it's a collective they. it's anybody who's had a vested interest to make you behave act consume in a way that they've wanted for whatever reason whatever purpose and they exist they fucking exist to acknowledge that uh to to think that they don't is completely naive and nonsensical
0: rant over done exactly bro that's good that's very good like uh i don't know if you guys had a chance to listen to my recent chat with junior done with and uh one of the things we spoke about was social media and how it's basically like fast food for the brain and yeah. it's just like that. It's like there's data scientists that are sitting there working out how to make you more addicted. And then you start looking around and you kind of go, maybe say 10, I'm old enough to remember when, you know, we'd go to, I mean, I had like those, you know, dumb analog phones or whatnot. They just couldn't do anything. It was just to phone mom or whatever. And I'd go to the club and, you know, maybe you get a text here and there. But today you just see people walking around like zombies, basically on like uh, digital fentanyl walking around hunched over their phone you know i'm in a lift better quickly check twitter and i'm look i'm not gonna lie i'm addicted but they've they've got it and so at least we're woke and this is the proper use of the word woke. but i mean that's what it enables us to do it kind of goes like yes once you peel like peel the onion of money and you go hold on there's actually nothing underlying this these people are just printing this thing and certain people get access to it before others and everything like all my savings just depletes in value and and maybe that's why things are getting so expensive and why do things have to necessarily inflate why can't they get cheaper and you start like that journey it takes you on everything else man so that's the beautiful thing about bitcoin i think but i do feel as if there will be a time where like i don't believe that everyone who buys bitcoin is going to grok that i think that 95 percent of people just go Namagat, that's beautiful. It's just, you know, I'll continue watching Sky News, CNN, whatever it might be. Yeah, 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 that's just my general sense. I think I do agree. But I also think that the purchasing power
3: that it will enable Bitcoiners who are here now with very similar thinking actually shapes a different world because we will become, whether we like it or not, the
0: lobbyists of the future. Yeah. Mm. Basically, yeah. We'll, we'll have we will be able to influence the direction of governance by virtue of the system, which today is controlled by cantillionaires and these giant corporations. And you're thinking that Bitcoiners will have an outsized influence. Absolutely, and and the difference being, it's a fixed supply, so we
3: have to be we have to be in line and congruent with value. Right. So it's not like the lobbyists now who can print it out of thin air and then enact that because they have control of it. We as Bitcoiners have to navigate that in a value for value way. So even in that virtuous world in which we use our own capital to influence, it's going to be in a way that will have to reinforce the behavior that is fundamental to why we're here if that makes sense. We can't just print it out of thin air. And this is why this ordinals and all this bullshit is not going to last because they won't be able to afford to put their fucking stupid monkey JPEGs on on Bitcoin in the future because it's not, it's not adding value. And that's really where, that's why I'm not worried because the only thing Bitcoin will be used for in future will be providing value. You are going to have to provide me value in order for me to part with my Bitcoin. And it's going to have to be more value than I see, my purchasing power being increased, and this is why it feeds back into that whole low time preference versus high time preference mentality and consumerism and all of these things. Which, and I'll give a, I'll give a plug to to Seb's book because this, it speaks to this. It speaks about how money interweaves into society. So he's just released a book last week called Hidden Cost of Money, phenomenal book. It's the book that hasn't been read hasn't been written to date around exactly how money influences the parental bond, how it infiltrates government, how it infiltrates business, how it infiltrates fucking the very fabric of our being and how we navigate and how we show up in this world. That book is written now. And um, I think, you know, that is what's going to end up peeling back the layer for society as well is that as people like us who think like us actually accumulate wealth, and we can actually use that wealth to create meaningful change in society. And we're going to win that battle because fiat money is going to zero. So their ability to print and influence and do the things that they've been doing has only been possible through their access to the money printer. We're going to remove that from them. It might take time. It might take a hundred years, but we will win. Eventually we
1: will win. But Oh, hats. Apologies for my boner.
2: <laughs> oh my but, um, God. What's let's exciting. get that sex swing out. <laughs> some, some oh of them was, of them was jabbing boy. me in the side. Uh, oh, that, it I, was you. You. You I was just a really too far, oh, uh, a really point to go with. No, yeah, with yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh do I you know I'm trying to go for like
0: a more mature audience. This is not some sort of Land. stupid idiot show, bro. bro dude, come on! <laughs> you know why do not you just start fighting into the mic, son? <laughs> I I actually tried to oh, send you really a video
1: cool. of that before. What are you going to say? Go highbrow hats. Go highbrow.
2: So Daz said we right. And I take issue with that slightly, right? Because we is implies that it, it's us as in like the people like us that are here. I don't think so. I think I don't think we're any different or any better, right? I think what happens is the next generation of we are the ones who actually start to provide the value on, in goods and services, right? We Bitcoiners, the early Bitcoiners, va- or maybe not everybody. This is probably trigger people, but the vast majority of early Bitcoiners are going to get fat and lazy, greedy and slow right they're going to stop providing value they're going to start living off their off the wealth that they created and they're going to become the sh- we are we going to become the shit of the future now hopefully we, we have to try and fight against that right but there will other people constantly coming behind but but as that but it has point we there, there's no magic bitcoin tree that's going to give us fat lazy bitcoiners in anymore we are just going to distribute the vast majority of us right and that's going to go to the other value providing Or product or service providing people who give value to the world and that's exactly how it should be so there's going to be a constant churn of new value creators and that value will continually redistribute down the age levels in my opinion i like that Mm. i do like that you fat fucks
0: i love the i love the environmental piece as well because especially in today's world where it's just become such a sort of hot button topic you have all these companies virtue signaling about their ESG credentials, but then you'll have like, and I just read an article today, for example, where Ivory Coast happens to produce like the most cashews or the best cashews. they got great cashews. And then they can't produce those, they can't actually like get involved in the, in sort of, uh, what are you like? You don't refine cashews, but like, I don't think you just pluck them from a tree. Processing. Thanks. Mm. You know, they're, that's poison- social- they're poisonous. I knew Daz's been an expert. Daz, I know. Oh, they, you know, exactly. You're, you're a meat maximalist, so you wouldn't give a shit. But they then go to Vietnam, then they process, Presumably people just, you know, unpacking those little puppies. And then they'll send them to the States, right? And so it's like going back forward, back forward. And then there's other situations where literally there's a crop grown in one place it gets sent to another, and then it gets sent to another and another, and then eventually it arrives at the final destination. And you go like, how many hands is this thing touching uh, in order to optimize the supply chain to squeeze as much value as we can get out of this? And In the interim, you've just got so much waste. I mean, another thing that just pisses me off is fast fashion. I hate it. Like, What's if- that? Fast well, fashion is well,
2: things you can wear for a night and just chuck the away stuff that
0: um it's basically the stuff we like, let's say you've got like, you know, you go to Kmart and it's like five bucks for a shirt or whatever. And you know, and I'm not giving girls a hard time here, but oh, but it like, is the
1: girls. We know. They, they, lot, they like to buy
0: it? stuff. Right. And so it's like, Oh, well, it's not a big it's deal. It's 30, bucks. it's 30 bucks. It's 50 bucks or whatever. Just a pile of just shit. Just accumulating the cupboard. Like, you know, and it's not like it's not like long-lasting stuff, and so I I look forward to a world where actually like people are more conscious consumers, and I don't
1: know if Bitcoin necessarily aid that. But my what? wife's really really good at the op shop, like she she is really good at finding you know a bargain or a, or a you know pants or shirts or whatever. But her problem is is that she keeps going to op shops and nothing leaves the house; it just comes. <laughs> so you have a wardrobe this big, right? And, and we have it 50-50 when we first moved into the house. And I've got this, this much, and <laughs> she's got the rest. Yeah. Taking my coat hangers and all that kind of shit.
3: But To be fair, mate, you're only in a medium shirt, dude. How much space do you need? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true.
1: And little yeah. fella. Oh, uh, uh, yeah.
2: What's happening? Well, what can I do? I'm not, I'm not going to, Yeah, whatever. Um, well, well, hang on, right. So i talk so gonna... much. Jokes. Yeah. What, what are you going to say? there? I'm just, oh, clearly, I'm just going to play the dick roll. That's usually my, my role in life, right? But Dale, you said 20 minutes ago, Fly. you're going to take, yeah, play, thanks. <laughs> um, you said you're going to go and produce your high value content in South Africa, right? Yes. I'm I'm going because it. because you're going to do that because it's because of oh. it cost right oh now, right now oh, oh yeah great. I'm going to have to edit this part out dude <laughs> <with like> an, <laughs> this is this is, the, this is a great this is this is going to say, this is a great point this is um <laughs> this is a great point of my, no but you're doing that for a cost reason I totally understandable and yeah, that is why that's why oh. everybody all of these things you know the 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 nuts or whatever you were saying before that's getting flying around the world and <laughs> someone's get the headset, nuts right? are
1: getting squeezed
2: I don't I'm but, not sure. but so what's going to fix this is once we are all operating on the same money, there's no need to go to some other place. There's no need for a South African to go to Finland or a, somebody from Finland to come to Australia or somebody from Australia to go to Scotland. It doesn't matter anymore. You can then do exactly the same thing in your own country. That's not to become xenophobic about it. That's like then you then you travel to experience these other places that have different things that you don't have. And that's wonderful. Right but the problem is the money the only re- we're all doing it and every decision we're making we're going okay well there's this option or there's that option this option is a bit better but that's the option is a bit cheaper can i afford the more expensive one no i can't so i have to take the cheap one everybody's doing it yeah that's a great point bro that's a great point thank Two you here
0: there we go i wanted to ask this good question idea. now okay so this wasn't even on the agenda that nobody bothered to look at so cares. <laughs> literally looking at my notes oh good man good man okay So
1: can you share them with me uh, new
0: so so we're um so i've said this a few times it's not to be prov- provocative or anything right but in the absence of number go up We'd all just be talking about how wonderful this stable coin we have is. And it's just that's just not as exciting in, in reality. And, and and you know, I look at people also who talk about, oh, I'm not selling. And I understand like the the inclination to not want to sell. And they might think of, you know, I'll borrow against it in the future, much like I can borrow against a house. But I suspect that those kind of solutions might take some time. Like, I, I think it could take a decade before those are sort of attractive enough for someone like me to be wanting to do that. I don't know, maybe five years. I don't know. Is there any sense over the next couple years, let's say in this next cycle of taking some chips off the table and living life a bit, like, you know, and not just being sort of a rabid accumulator and saying, maybe I'll do something. Like, I know, I know what one will we'll look back in time and go inevitably,
1: oh, there's balloons coming up. But I just did um, that to put my hand up, but it was, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So okay, I'm on t- the fence. <clears throat> I'm going to do, uh, make two points really quickly. So when I first started, thank you to hats. Um, i had always thought I'm going to get to a certain point in my stack and I will, if, if it goes, you know, to the moon or whatever, I will pay off my mortgage. And then over time it's just like, well, it's got to get to this amount before I'll pay off my mortgage. And the, you know what I mean? And then, then, then it's like, yeah. Oh, well, maybe I've got to get to this before I'll pay off my mortgage. And, and that's kind of, Continuing on. The other point that I'll make is what, maybe six weeks ago, I used the Bitcoin Bitcoin company, which is an amazing app, to purchase a couple of JB Hi-Fi vouchers to buy a laptop. That we're using. That we're using right now. Uh, I paid $1,600 for it. <laughs> um, and immediately the price ran. So now this laptop is worth about $2,500. So, <laughs> That's so there absurd. you go. Teddy. Yes, uh... very good.
2: <laughs>
3: Do you want to say something hats, or shall I go next on that yeah. same? I forgot my question, but uh, on that same sort of rant, I think that institutional borrowing option is sooner than we think. Uh, I think with that's probably the narrative of the next cycle is the institutional offering against over collateralized lending. I think that's probably gonna play quite a big role in the next cycle. I think just to your point, Dale, and do we take some chips off the table for me I've thought long and hard about this, and I think. What Bitcoin's number go up ultimately does for me personally is give me optionality around how I choose my, spend my time. So I am looking, I will always hustle. I will always work. I'm not ever going to retire. I'm never going to stop working. I will always do gigs. I'll always hustle. I'll always have something. That's just how I'm wired. I just like being in and amongst shit and creating value and earning purchasing power. But what I think Number go up does for me within the next cycle. It's just give me optionality. So it's maybe that I don't do the 10 day at the Fiat Slave mine anymore. Maybe I do the nine day or the eight day option because I do have those options available to me. Maybe it is uh, well, I've already decided I'm gonna take 12 months with the little fan bam in and around Australia at the end of the year. Um Ooh, six is months. That
1: of that. Is that official? Definitely happening. Six yeah, months of it's
3: gonna be me not working and then the other six months will be me working. Um, on the road, um, which I've got some options. But do you know what I mean? Like that's what my mentality starts to shift now around my purchasing power. So I don't have to hustle and earn the X amount of dollars that I do in fiat terms now if, you know, we we do experience a 5X or, or something. So it's my mentality towards stacking stats that's going to shift. It'll probably be towards not stacking as much and then leveraging off that purchasing power and just knowing that, Shit sorted.
0: So the fiat.
1: Can that you, I sorry, do can earn- I
0: can I just ask you practically? So let's say you're going to take your six month trip, and dude, I've got an idea that I'm we're working on. We're working on a dreamy idea. It's it's not that different to yours, but I'm wondering now: Are you going to have to sell a little bit of Bitcoin, and at this like same time, continue earning, or are you just going to go, hey, we're going to scale back our lifestyle big time. We're going to try and hack a cost effective lifestyle, and then. Yeah, I'm not going to stack for like a year, but that's okay. Like I don't Correct. care. Yeah. That's okay. that's that's more the shift, right? Yeah, that's right. And
3: it's, and it's right. Easy, easier said than done, mind you, but that's going to mean hustling on the road. So I will still be working. I'm taking six months off, but I will be, you know, doing gigs and and earning. But my intent will be not to sell sats at all.
1: Are you going to leave the miners on, mate, when you go?
3: Yeah, mate. Yeah. Run your power bill. I'll <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> put it in the... uh. I'll rent this place out that I'm living in now, and um, I'll just say, uh, you know, I'll keep the shed going, keep the miners on in the shed, and then just not tell the people the tendency that they're paying for the electricity bill. Why is that so high? It must be due to the hot water system.
1: Yeah.
3: Can, I,
2: can I interest you in sell your home for bitcoin.com? <laughs> uh, what's your take, cats? What do you reckon? Uh, so I was going to just come in and say, I'm never selling, but it's that's a sort of if you had like some sort of a, like family emergency or medical emergency or that kind of thing where um you had to yeah, liquidate your bitcoin course. to be well that you 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 do that um definitely that's, that's uh. nothing nothing more important so um yeah. so it's you can we can all say that we're never selling but you know we you should sell if you had to but that said if i can avoid that and if i'm you know hopefully those things don't happen to any of us i think spending is the way so i'll still be a, a, an accumulator in a sense that I'll still be buying Bitcoin on my DCA, but I'll start to spend more. And yeah, as I said, Brenda's just shouting out Bitcoin company or Fold or Lolly or Satsback or whoever you want to choose. Use it, use it, do it, do it cleverly. Get some Satsback for what you're gonna do. And you can already do it for you know your supermarket bill or your what yeah. did you use JB Hi-Fi or J-B whatever. Hi-Fi, so yeah. let's say your, oh, say your income is pick a number X thousand a, a month. Um, and you can. Stack into Bitcoin and then you watch the price go up and then you sell, you you spend a little bit and you pay for your Kohl's voucher or something. Like that's the way it's a bit of a pain in the ass. But if you're it's, not pre- it's not that hard though it's really not. It, yeah, no. it's not difficult it's it's not difficult but it's the, you know it's get it's one it's like another thing it's like it's like the utxo thing it's like mm. okay i just need to learn how to do this and once i know how to do it that just becomes my default way of doing so and i and also i mean for all that i'm saying you know coles and jb hi-fi what i also would love to see is people start to spend with other bitcoiners so because there is no like if Daz is offering something that I'm willing to buy, Daz is just as good as hodler as I am. What are you offering? Dad, I don't know what you're willing to buy. But well, my um... head wobbles a bit too. <laughs> 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 I'll sell anything for sets. Yeah, well, there you go, right. So um... another domain right there. Yeah, I'll sell anything for sat. Yeah. <laughs> well, you just totally throw me. Like, yeah, so if sorry. he's yeah, if he's offering something and I'm want and I want that something, then if I buy it from Daz, he huddles just as good as I hodl. So that those sats are never coming back on the market if he can avoid it as well, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why if you can, sp- you know, start to spend a little bit, um, and then if you if you can beyond that, can start to spend a bit with bitcoiners. That's 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 the gold there totally. because that then creates the circular economy that we all say we want to live in, right?
0: It's also nice to help people um, accumulate KYC free bitcoin and yeah. you getting something in return. Like totally. I, yeah. I've, I've got a I've got a you know when I talk about a supplier, I've got a honey supplier here in Brizzy. Uh, he caters to the Warburtons uh, honey needs and I go <laughs> like nobody's business and For yeah every point. time we have a meetup I'm just like you know yeah, it's it's not even about the price I don't care Actually, I should like I like your honey bro. Um yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean and I've, it started makes started making me thinking like what <laughs> should I start bringing to meetups you know a bit of tongue or something okay I want I want to um sort of finish off on a um on bullish notes because we got 2023 coming. And yeah, it might be actually quite fun to, to revisit kind of what 24 holds in a year's time. When you're all a little older, grayer, maybe we'll be happier in some ways. <laughs> what are we expecting from this next sort of like 12 months? Everyone has their own take. I think just, I'll give you mine. I, I, I've been putting this out there recently. Like I just say the top is likely to be about a th- 130-ish. And the reason why I'm saying that is like partially just so that I can sleep better at night, so that I don't I don't get all emotional like I did in the you know when I first got involved and I was like lying on the floor quite literally dreaming about what a genius I was. So I'm kind of just like holding myself back. I really <laughs> want to be wrong. But you know, I, I you know, I've seen everything from well, sort like What's the emotions gonna do to you
3: though, know, if it's like high six figures and you've been mentally prepping yourself for very bearish, bearish fucking hundred and thirty. <laughs> wash your mouth out.
0: I'll probably start walking into the office just like I think, uber
3: arrogant. I think you need me to hold your keys for you because you're <laughs> fucking you're gonna blow the,
0: your lollies here, I reckon.
1: Oh <laughs> boy.
0: No, but um no, I said, like. I mean, I've still got like a. I've got a plan long term. It's just that I just felt deeply scarred by the last one. Like it just kicked me in the ass initially, and it's partially because I did all the things wrong. I did, took leverage. I stuck it on. You know. I did. You know. I borrowed against Bitcoin to buy more Bitcoin. Like amateur hour. You know. Lynn Olden didn't tell me to do that. Um,
2: <laughs> so, like,
0: but it's tuition fees, man. That's, oh, that's... my tuition fees were harsh. Yeah. though. It was a very harsh lesson, and I was like. I'm kind of scarred so i'm like and i had everything sort of mapped out and all looked i thought geez, this looks so good i've just come in at the right time and this is just plain sailing boys and then <laughs> you just have to go through hell and then you kind of go well now is the time to learn and like actually i'm a really good bear market dude like you know i'm just great i'm relaxed and i just <laughs> think for the future but when i start seeing those green candles I just I become a bit of a cokehead basically and I get so fucking excited, I don't know what to do with myself. And I just walk <laughs> around, I literally walk around listening to "Pump it up,
3: <laughs> got to pump really it up, bump it up. <laughs> telling your boss to go fuck himself every day at the yeah. uh, table. Yeah, go oh, fuck exactly. yourself. I don't need you. I don't
0: need
1: you. <laughs> you, oh, were, well, you were yes. from
2: you were from me though
1: Have you seen that? There's that. I'm the captain where, now. Yeah, there's the captain, a meme yeah. where it's like it's like Kermit the Frog or something, and the and the, it's like the boss goes, "Why are you late?" And Kermit's like, "You watch your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. I think
3: I think for the record, your takes bearish. I think we see at least my bearish case is 250k Australian next um, year, mate. Yeah, early. And then I fully, I think there's that much lining up. No one, no Bitcoin here, no Bitcoin I, sp- I speak to, I think is quite prepared for the face melting fucking rip we're about to experience. I honestly do.
1: Yeah, I agree with that.
3: <laughs> no. There is that, that much in the stars. Like there's that much lining up at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That, I honestly don't see a scenario where we don't hit million dollar Bitcoin. What, next year? Then the next cycle. Within the next cycle. So probably
1: end of next year into 2025. But then, like, here's my kind of, what's the analogy? Pushback. Pushback.
2: We've been here too long.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks. Government intervention, right? So if it goes to a million dollars, well, like, what happens there with government? Like, the US government, they're going to shit themselves. Not necessarily. Or get on board.
3: Yeah, I don't, I don't think any government shits themselves. Like, I think it's an inevitability. I think go- governments will just keep doing what they do. You know, they can't, they know they can't regulate, they, they know they can't do anything. All they can do is hope to get institutions aligned with it to make most normies custody it so that they can use it for their purposes. Hmm.
2: If we get to, I'm trying to do some, so I'll probably fuck this up, but like, we're probably, ta- you're talking a, sort of 20x. So that really takes us into the value of gold only. Exactly. It's not much. And they don't really care about gold. (laughs) And it doesn't need that and
3: that doesn't need that much inflow either to really shift that that needle. Like it doesn't need the 20 trillion dollars to flow in to to realize that gain. It only needs a couple of billion, you know, like a couple of tens of billion into hundreds of billion to really shift that needle.
2: So That pod you were talking about earlier about with Marty and Freddy Krueger. Yeah. That guy's a shit coiner. I don't care what Andy says. But what he did say was ETF, the global market, global ETF market is $10 trillion. Well, that's gold, isn't it? Yeah. It's roughly gold's a a little bit more than that. But yeah, in that ballpark, right? So 1% is $100 billion, right? Now, as Andy keeps reminding me, you know, price is determined at the margins, right? So, if a hundred billion dollars came into Bitcoin, like it wouldn't just put the market cap up by a hundred billion dollars. Absolutely not. It's exponential. It's pr- absolutely. So the price would go mental. So I think if anybody is just mentally prepare yourself for a 10 X and not be surprised if it goes 40. Um. <laughs> oh, right. So-
1: sorry for the <laughs> hard <it>. on. Please. <laughs> I, don't
3: think, I don't think it was the hard on. I think you nodded. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Unfortunately, I do also think I don't think we should be in a cycle, but I think we will be in a cycle. I think we'll collapse again. So, I'll, but but again, I'm not taking Bitcoin off the table. I might spend some again, but if you're mentally prepared for that, and not just mentally prepared for that, if you're you know your security, more importantly, is if your security is prepared for that, like have a think about what that means to you. Like if you've currently sitting, what well, doesn't matter. Think of your number. Think of the people listening. Think of your number of Bitcoin, of, of sats, and think of if it does a 10 or a 20 or a 30x, how comfortable are you with what you're currently, how you're currently looking after your Bitcoin? And if you're really not comfortable, work out something else.
1: Thebitcoinadvisor.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. <laughs> <But> no. <laughs> I think, uh. like,
2: absolutely is a good solution, but um, I think people need to think of it in pots right think of your absolute yeah. long term cold storage i'm never touching this this is for my children that's one pot think of your transactional bitcoin that you may wish to spend at some point you know in the future years that's pot two and then over here is your fun let's spend some bitcoin on lightning or liquid or whatever you're going to do and if you can think of your bitcoin in those three pots and secure them all appropriately for you that's probably as good as you're going to do and you're going to have a heart attack like the rest of us right where none of us are prepared for that god candle you just have to I keep try. thinking
1: it's going to be a morning like a wake up thing and you know what because i'm a m- morning guy i'm going to see it before you and i'm going to love that oh yeah you will yeah i'll message mm-hmm. you like uh, up. uh hats. like
2: i'm not going to get an alert at four o'clock in the morning wake up and comment yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be impossible
0: to be completely humble especially if that happens it'll be crazy and we're gonna to have to go to some sort of training or tuition around humility just because <laughs> it's, yeah. it's going to become a real problem because in the kitchen camp
2: perhaps <laughs> it's like a re-education
0: <laughs> literally because it's just it's gonna just i really think it's gonna fuck with my mind like it's gonna make me it's gonna turn me into that's what i say like a raging
2: co-kid like walking around like
0: Come on, bring it on, boy. Oh, <laughs> your audience. Look at me.
2: Yeah. Oh John Vallis, about Uh-oh. how long ago was this? This is probably before the first Bitcoin. What was the what was the Miami conference called? Bitcoin Miami? Yeah. That's, it. That was called. Um, that's shit going you know, a conference. And, uh, well, yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry. But but before I think the first one, somebody did a did a, a like a like a DJ set for the 100,000 party, and it's on John Vallis's original pod. It's probably three years old or something now. If, if if you really want to walk around your kitchen nude, giving it the big man, that's what you should listen to. It's wonderful. It's wonderful, Dale. You should get that.
0: There we go. I, I certainly will. Oh, boy. Okay, this has been fun. So there will be some Christmas music uh, as part of the intro, just as an FYI to you boys. So we'll get in the spirit. I hope you fellas have a stunning break. And you get to enjoy it with the family and you can have lots of steak and brisket and god knows what else you have low calorie beverages whatever it might be that's what i'm gonna be doing i'm, I'm gonna try and not get fat that's my that's my objective these holidays
1: i'm just
2: i've got no advice for you there Dale.
1: i'm trying i'm trying yeah. i'm oh, actually boy. sad that i'm not going to be spending christmas with hats we kind of do everything together these days yeah, we not yeah. Christmas?
2: We're, we're doing new year
1: new year we are yeah <laughs> oh yeah okay all right. What are you doing for Christmas? Oh no, let's talk about that off pod. Oh yeah. When too too much doxy. Yeah.
0: Any any parting words from any of you you wise elves? Um Osama bin Laden at the bottom. What do you have to say?
3: <laughs> I'm at the top on mine, so I don't know what you fucking talking about. But um... Osama bin Santa. <laughs> uh no, nah, look, Merry Christmas boys. Controversial take to finish up. Alcohol's a shit coin. Merry Christmas.
1: Uh you know i say uh because you're Cause right he's but... right
0: no no he's, totally he's right, right. So it's annoying.
1: a sigh up it really is a sigh up you're like an ex-smoker they're mate. They're mate you're they're like an the ex-smoker
0: they make the rules
3: yeah but they
2: are the rules and they are right yeah uh, that's a that's a real downer finish on yeah guys. fuck you Yeah. Look,
3: I, I, i'm actually i'm gonna drink this christmas so there you go
1: i'll um fancy that
3: fancy that um, I couldn't,
0: couldn't let the father-in-law sit through another lonely Christmas without someone to drink beer with. So I'm going <laughs> to crack a beer with him. What I'll say is to everyone who's followed me on this little podcasting journey, to the listeners who have gotten through to the end of this pod, thanks for everything. <laughs> it's been a fucking epic ride. Absolutely pumped. Loving it. I'm going to go take my Aussie dollars and leverage a strong currency and take advantage of a weak rand and produce better content in 24. Let's fucking go!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love you, man. All right, All right Appreciate your work, man. Love See you, boys. Keep,
2: uh, keep smashing it, bud.
0: Thanks, boys. Take care, man. Have a great Christmas. Love Peace. you, Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation and that you got some value out of it. Either way, hit me up on Twitter and let me know what you think. My handle is Dale21M. If you've got any suggestions as to people you think I should be talking to or topics I should address to, I would love that sort of feedback. Otherwise, if you want to support the show, there's a couple different ways you can do that. The first is just to share it amongst your friends and family. The more that people hear the message that Bitcoin and crypto are not the same thing, the better. And I want to help people understand that. The second thing you can do is give me a five star review on whichever podcast app you're using. Of course, that's only if I deserve it. And last but not least, if you want to stream Sats via the Fountain app, I'm not going to say no, but it's not expected. Thank you so much for your support thus far. It means the world to me. I appreciate the hell out of you and the best is yet to come. Much love, friends. I'll see you on the other side.